I needed to do a special audio intro for those of you that are listening to the podcast instead of watching this on YouTube, as you won't be able to see the guests as they're speaking and won't see the graphics that appear on the video. So the first guest is Cecil Birch of Immediate Action Combatives. He is followed by Brian Hill from The Complete Combatant. And then up after that is Steve Moses, followed by Guy Schnitzler, both of the Palisade Training Group. I will include links to each of those entities in the description of this episode so that you can you know, seek them out and get more information on them and their backgrounds. Each is a very experienced firearms instructor and at least a black belt in one form of martial arts or more. So, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and be sure to subscribe, like, follow, etc. Hello, I am That Weems Guy here for First Person Safety. Now, I had a question weighing on my mind, so I went to four individuals that I felt could help answer the question. Uh, that question is, you know, what is the typical progression and experience level of a martial art instructor, so that there would be a basis to compare that to you know, what we're seeing in the firearms instructing world. Uh, so I went to four individuals who each has at least one black belt in a martial art and who are also experienced firearms instructors so they could speak with authority uh, from both fields. On a technical note, I am learning all of this video and audio editing uh, stuff on the fly. Uh, these clips were recorded at different times using different pieces of technology and I've tried to blend them the best together the best I can but I'm just a guy in my kitchen that's doing all of this. So, yeah, please keep that in mind. Uh, also, on a content note, when Guy Schnitzler speaks to his firearms hours, he is only speaking of instructor-level hours. He didn't go into his very vast uh, history as a student of firearms before he became a firearms instructor. So keep that in mind as well. I hope that you find this information interesting, and let's roll. So Chief Weems and I were talking about uh, instructorship in the martial arts. Uh, and he was asking me, well, what's a typical time frame for somebody to become an instructor in the martial arts? And it's difficult to say something's typical in the martial arts because there is not a martial art or there's, it's very amorphous and nebulous because there's so many systems. We're talking about cultures and countries and thousands, literally thousands of systems and methodologies all with their own ideas about how to do stuff. But there are some general commonalities. Um, and one of those, I think, is the accepted approach to become an instructor. Most of the time, most systems, there's, there's an expectation that you've been training in that system pretty diligently for years. Some... You know, some might be shorter, but typically somewhere five to ten years of regular training. And when I mean regular training, I'm talking about multiple times a week directly under the supervision, face-to-face, -face of an instructor, of a master in that system. Um, and somewhere as you get years into it, you kind of move up the ranks. Well, not every system has like black belt. Some use different ranking systems. Some don't have much of a ranking system. But even the ones that there's not a, an outward ranking system, 
you know, the, you, you, the guys who've been training for a while, they kind of take the role of senior students. And once you get to that level of senior student, generally you're asked to help teach. You're almost always, again, under the direct supervision of the head guy, the head instructor. But he might have you help out a class, or he might have you actually take over a beginner's class, but where he's constantly watching and monitoring. And that way he can kind of check. Not only are you actually good in the system, but are you capable of getting information across and do you truly understand it or are you just a great athlete? Are you just physically really good and that you win fights or or can demonstrate your superiority just by overwhelming somebody else? Or do you actually understand the technical aspects of your system? And so you, you have to put X amount of years, three, four, five, probably at a minimum for most systems, to be an instruct to start to get to that apprenticeship level, uh, where you're allowed to teach a little bit as long as the head guy's watching, and you're going to be there for years. Again, probably another three to five years at a minimum before the head guy says, "Okay, you know what? You're an instructor. You can go teach my method, or you can go teach the methodology of this system. Um, I trust you to do that." So from the time you walk in to the time you get to be an instructor in most martial arts, you know, five to 10 years is probably a fairly reasonable timeline. Um, But again, it's not just five or 10 years of doing it. It's five or 10 years of multiple times a week directly in front of the head guy then you graduate, however you want to say it. Um, You know, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's accepted that from your first day to getting a black belt is somewhere between 8 to 12 years on the average. But here's what's interesting. You're not necessarily, just because you're a black belt doesn't necessarily mean you're an instructor. Sometimes, there are plenty of black belts who don't instruct, who just are good enough at doing what they're doing, but can't really teach it. So just because you have a level of performance in most martial arts, that in and of itself doesn't make you an instructor. There's that next step of, are you actually teaching? And do they know, does the head guy know that you're teaching? And has he seen it? And it, and does he accept it? And then you get that sort of that thumbs up. Short of that, you know, yeah, in recent days, society is going in a way where, you know, I want it now, daddy type thing. And then a lot of guys are getting certs, you know, uh, I'm not going to name the system, but there's a system, a uh, fairly well-known combative system where you basically can go for a weekend certification. And it's not my favorite thing. I don't really think you can learn anything that way in the martial arts. It's too hard. There's too, it's too complex, especially if you come into it with no background. But, you know, that's what it is. However, in general, there's still that re, that that general idea. Five to ten-ish years probably before you can ever be thought of as an instructor. So, I hope that makes sense to people. 
Brian, would you please give us a rundown of what the typical evolution of a belt system is in martial arts and what it takes for someone to become an instructor in the martial arts world? It's, it, it's an interesting prog progress with martial arts because, you know, we really have the beginner phase, which is unconscious incompetence. Uh, you really don't know what you don't know at that point. You are going to learn basic techniques. You're going to learn some etiquette of the room and how the rules are. You're going to learn how to do basic skills. Um, you're very beginner of it. So everything is very simple for you as far as the technical skills, but it's also very overwhelming because there's a lot going on. You're trying to get a lot of new things put together. Uh, you have to learn offense and defensive techniques. Uh, and I'm kind of generalizing among all the arts now, but that beginner phase since the last somewhere between, and this is a, a high number, but a year or two of beginner phase, which is a long time of training with people coming two or three times a week to train and sometimes they train more than that so that the time is not relevant as much as the mindful practices and how often they get in but if we look at the numbers in a year you know we're talking about a couple hundred year, a couple hundred hours of training under instruction plus a couple hundred hours of practice on our own so that's the beginner level uh, when you get to the intermediate level you know you've got the basic techniques you understand that you start putting them together in combinations you start doing tactics, how this works against this. Uh, you start learning how to spar or roll. Uh, and you've been doing that before, but now it's really a big part of it. Uh, you start learning some fighting styles. You're at the conscious incompetence and conscious competence mode right now. Uh, if you really think about it, you can make everything work. Um, and it's usually a pretty decent level of skill, uh, you know, a blue belt for jujitsu, a mid-level for striking where you can start to handle yourself. The techniques are work, coming more rapidly. You're making better decisions under pressure and you start assisting a little bit now. Um, you may never, you're not going to teach class by yourself, but you are going to occasionally help somebody in the class that's lagging behind while the instructor supervises and gives you some pointers how to do it better. Here's, some, here's what you need to work on. So you've kind of started working into apprentice mode right there as far as teaching skills go. When you get to that, and that's going to last anywhere from, from two years to five years or six years, depending on the progress and what type of art it is. When we get to the advanced level where you're brown belt or purple belt, um, you're really good. I mean, brown belts are as good as black belts. They just lack experience. You're working on strategy. Uh, you're unconsciously competent now. Uh, you're probably creative and adaptive with it and you're probably doing a good deal of teaching and there's people at that level that are actually running classes themselves uh, they they may run a small gym or they may run classes under the instructor but they're constantly going back to the instructor for seminars and touch-ups and they're having the instructor come in and watch them teach and then the black belt level is a mastery level um, so you know you're, you're talking about somebody who's at the highest end of technical skill but they've also had a lot of teaching experience and they've probably had a couple hundred hours now of teaching other people and being uh, understanding how the system works. They're also worried about the goals of promotion and how we make each client better and how to work with different styles of clients and how to overcome problems in it. So they've got a real big difference. So you're talking about anywhere from six to 10 years in that situation. You know, So it's a long process with a, a very strong apprenticeship in it. It's very old school. It's almost like a guild, you know, joining a guild to teach. Okay.
Wow. Uh, thank you for laying that out for us. That's been very yeah. consistent with uh, what I'm finding. I've asked this question of the numerous other uh, people that I know that are in both the firearms and the martial arts world, and they're all laying out this same progression. Uh, so, Brian, thank you for taking the time to uh, lay that out. And real quick, your multiple black belts. Uh, <laughs> Taekwondo, uh, jiu-jitsu, two styles of jiu-jitsu, judo, uh, two styles of karate, and uh, uh, I have a teaching degree in Muay Thai, too, so okay all right so he knows from whence he speaks yes <laughs> all right all right steve moses is here from the palisade training group out of, in the uh, dallas texas area uh, steve i know you're a big time firearms instructor but tell everyone about your martial arts background well i have a uh, relatively lengthy martial arts background i earned a uh, brown belt in bushikan jiu-jitsu, uh, a rather uh, unknown uh, type of uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu uh, back in college. Uh, after that, I uh, took uh, Taekwondo. I, I was a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. And uh, this was the Taekwondo back in the days where we commonly uh, went to the hospital or the urgent care unit uh, afterwards because of the, uh, the the amount of contact that we, uh, we we delivered and sustained. And I recently, when I say recent, it's because I'm it's because of my advanced age. I say recent. That was like ten years ago. Uh, I picked up on uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, started uh, taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu under a. Drew Arthur at uh, Helson Gracie Jiu-Jitsu uh, Studio in Tyler, Texas. I was there for eight years, uh, during which time I uh, earned a brown belt in Helson Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, and I still uh, take Jiu-Jitsu lessons uh, to this day. I uh, take private uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu lessons at uh, Poland's MMA under just a great guy in uh, Granbury, Texas. And uh, one of the reasons I do the privates is uh, because at this point, I'm completely interested in technique and I'm less interested in uh, grappling with an over-anxious blue belt that <laughs> would like to submit a 67-year-old uh, a brown belt you know, that's, you know, my, my, my suspension is pretty beat up at this point. So again, it's something that I've done for a long time. I also studied uh, Filipino knife fighting uh, under Charlie Porter uh, in the Denton, Texas area. And I have a uh, instructor certifications in uh, empty hand knife defense and adaptive striking from uh, Jerry Wetzel of Red Zone Management. As a matter of fact, uh, we're hosting him this weekend for his ground fighting uh, overview instructor course. And uh, I've also uh, got instructor certification under Point Driven, uh, Larry Lindemann on small impact weapons, which is uh, saps and blackjacks, which I like. All right. So in, in each of those martial arts, how long does it typically take someone uh, or what level of study does someone typically have where they go from the student to teacher? Uh, typically, it's a minimum 
of uh, two, two years uh, for many of the striking arts. I, my, my, my experience would be primarily with uh, Taekwondo, although I think it may or be similar to you know, some of the Japanese uh, karate type styles or Okinawan karate type styles. So that's typically two years and that's pushing it pretty hard in order to get a black belt. And by the time that you're a first degree black belt in Taekwondo, it's not uncommon for persons to start opening schools or actually just teaching under the head instructor, which is what I did when I was uh, when I was a first degree first degree black belt. By the same token, you're teaching white belts, and you're teaching them a system in which there's very little repercussion if they don't learn the material correctly. That is, you know, these are people that are learning just, you know, basic stance, basic punches, basic blocks, and basic movements. Uh, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, about the earliest that I have seen Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructors open schools has been typically purple belt. And in a lot of instances, those are purple belts that have been studying for five or six years and are second or third stripe purple belts. Uh, very seldom uh, will you see uh, anybody with a lower rank, you know, having a true instructor position. And when I say instructors, there's one thing about, okay, yeah, I'm an instructor at a school where my teacher has me do this class versus, okay, this is my organization, my business, I've hung out my shingle, and I am the go-to person here. So in terms of martial arts experience, I'm gonna say minimum two, uh, maybe say, just, we'll just say two to, two to six years, two to six years. All right, but that's two to six years of training two to three times per week. Uh, uh, in two years, uh, you're hitting it pretty hard, which means you're training three times a week, you know, uh -huh. and that's for, you know, 104 weeks. So when you think about that, uh, that's probably going to be over 300 hours right. of instruction. And it's all linked together, which is something that is very difficult to do when it comes to farms training. That is, get that same right. 300 hours in two years. Man, if you got time to do that then and the money to do that, why right. are you teaching? Right. So it, 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 it's, it's very different. It's very different. And the other thing is, it's just like the stakes are so different in martial arts mm -hmm. than they are in when it comes to defensive firearms training. Because again, you're actually spending more time to teach something that is less likely to get you injured or killed or tied up in a lawsuit, change your life, get you incarcerated, uh, make you go bankrupt. The opposite is true when we come to uh, firearms training. And uh, one of the things that concerns me is that every time that I teach a class, and I'm sure you feel the same way, is that you always want to make sure that you gave the people good information, it was correct information, it was lawful information, and there's nothing that's going to cause them problems in the future and potentially problems for you and me. Right. All right, well, Steve, thank you for your insights and thank you for your time tonight. That's appreciated.
Hey, everybody. This is Guy Schnitzler. Um, Lee Weems and I were talking a couple weeks ago about martial arts and, uh, and ranking systems and instructors in martial arts. And he asked me a couple questions. For the purpose of this video, just to give a little bit of my background, I have three black belts in three different systems. My first one was in Kempo Karate, actually Kanshinru Kempo Karate. Uh, my second black belt is in Sansu Kung Fu. And my third one, which I was awarded last March um, by my professor Brad Scott and his professor Carlos Machado is in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And Lee asked me a couple questions, asked me to answer them. The first question he asked me was, please describe to me a typical martial arts belt system and what level belt would one begin to teach? My answer was, well, in BJJ, we start as a white belt, progresses to blue, to purple, to brown, then black. You get four stripes on your belt before the next belt level promotion. So approximately four to six months, depending on your coach and your system or your school academy before you get striped up. It takes four stripes before you get your next belt. Um, as far as teaching and depending on your, uh, your academy and your professors, some practitioners start teaching as a blue belt and, um, and from there, under the guidance of a, a black belt or higher, they will uh, they'll teach a fundamental type class. Um, by that time, in their training uh, history, they've been regularly training two to three times a week for two years. So, you know, we're talking someone who's training anywhere from two to four and a half hours a week, depending on how long their class is of structure training a week. Uh, the next question is, Lee asked me is, I'm curious as to the level of study one has to have put in to teach a serious martial arts versus people being firearms instructor. Um, well, an average blue belt who's been training two to three times a week uh, will have anywhere between uh, 312 to 470 hours of structured training. And by the time he's promoted to his blue belt, the blue belt, it could be maybe a little less, maybe 300, could be more depending on how long it takes his coach professor to decide to rake him up and how well he's progressing in the system. Um, that structure training is actual physical classes where he goes and trains. You know, that doesn't count any informal training he does, he or she does with their friends outside of classes or any seminars or uh, any like open mats they would go to. So for someone who, you know, is teaching a fundamentals, basic level class at Blue Belt, they probably have about 400 hours minimum training compared to, uh, you know, some firearm instructor. I'm a firearm instructor with Range Master. I've attended both their instructor development course twice. I'm an advanced rated instructor under Range Master and a shotgun instructor, which puts me at 80 hours of firearms just pistol and shotgun development along for range master for my agency i am also a firearms instructor and that was a two-week 80-hour course which encompassed our pistol shooting and shotgun uh, certifications as an instructor so for me i have 160 hours in uh, firearms training between range master and my agency as far as my Brazilian blue, blue belt, uh, sorry, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt goes, I've I have thousands of hour training right now. I train minimum of two, if not four to five days, six days a week, an hour, ten hour, half at a time. So, you know, someone who's teaching a fundamental levels class as a blue belt in a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu academy, they're looking, like I said, probably about four to four hundred and seventy hours of training. Uh, I hope this uh, answers the questions for Lee and anybody else. If you have any um, 
any more questions want to get in touch with me i am guy schnitzler and i can be a in touch uh be contacted at dfw defensive training uh on facebook or dfw defensive on instagram thank you and have a good day thank you to each of those guys for taking the time to provide valuable insight I, for one, found it very enlightening because I was just not familiar with what goes on in the martial arts world. So I went to authorities on the subject to find out that answer. Uh, you know, perhaps this information will guide prospective uh, instructor candidates to take a hard look as to whether or not they have, you know, a commensurate level of experience, you know, as to what a martial art instructor would have before they go down the pathway to becoming a firearms instructor. And if they don't, well, then now they know what they need to go do. If you are currently a firearms instructor and, you know, you use this and you take a hard look and you determine that you don't have enough experience, well, then you have an opportunity to go get that. And more experience and knowledge is always a good thing. We should always be perpetual students. And, um, again, thanks to those guys. I appreciate all my colleagues that are, you know, participating with me on this, this, this journey and uh, this, this show. And I was told by one of um, my buddies who is a professional podcaster that, you know, at some point in time in each show, you should have a call to action. So, you know, if you're enjoying this content, please, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the video, share the videos. Um, if you're enjoying the audio content, which is available on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, Please share that with your friends, too, and make sure you're subscribing to those feeds. And if they have reviews, give honest reviews. And uh, I'm That Wounds Guy. This is First Person Safety. Thank you for your time.